Say What Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak Speak and and be heard. heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communication experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and a wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. It's Janessa and I'm Katie and this is Say What? Hey guys, so <laughs> we're back. We're a little disheveled this morning. Yeah. Today's yeah. kind of crazy. It's just one of those days like non-stop. I know. Like I had to run to Target this morning because uh, I apparently had purchased something for a client of mine and totally forgot about it. And I was supposed to pick it up by yesterday. (laughs) And so I got a notification at 3 a.m. this morning that, oh, we're refunding and we're putting it back. Now there's like one of this item. It will not ship from any of the other targets. And I'm like, oh my God. No, I could just picture you. No, 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 no. So of course, like Eric comes into the bedroom this morning and I'm just like with one eye, I'm looking at my email notification. I'm like, oh my God, are you dressed? Are you like walking around and able to go do something for me? He's like, what? I'm like, is there any way you can run to Target? And he's like, Okay, and then he leaves the room, and I say what I think is loud enough for him to hear me, where I'm like, all right, I'll get dressed. I'll, I'll go. And so I throw this on. <laughs> I've got paint on my pants. <laughs> uh, and I I just I get outside, and he's gone. And I'm like, what the hell? So I call, and I'm like, I'm outside. You left. He's like, oh, I thought you just asked me to go. I'm like, well, now I'm out of bed. I'm dressed. Can you just come get me? He's like, okay. <laughs> so he's annoyed. Turns around, comes get gets me. Go to Target. I'm I find the thing. Thank God. And then I'm like, well, while I'm here, why don't I just try to grab something else for this client that I still need to do? And so when I go to the aisle, I didn't bring my purse, and so I'm just holding my phone. And so I place my phone down, and I'm like messing around with stuff, and then. Eric's like, we got to go. And so I just leave it there. And then I'm like, I'm dying. I need coffee. So he's like, okay, we're going to go through Starbucks. We're in the Starbucks line. And I'm like, oh my God, I left my phone. He's like, you're shitting me. 
So, of course, he goes, get out. <laughs> so I get out of the car. I run to Target. I'm, like, running down the aisles trying to find this thing. <laughs> Look, nobody in Target is moving fast. Everybody's, no. like, perusing, right? So mm-hmm. I That's look what you like do a, at Target. Yes. I look like a crazy person, like, <laughs> ha- on a mission in Target. Like, what is she up to? Fi- Thank God I found my phone. Run outside. I was not wanting to have a workout this morning. <laughs> Didn't have the mindset, so pissed off. Need my damn coffee. And uh, then on my way over here, I ran into my husband's truck with my car. <laughs> like, like bad. So I hit his, um, I'm coming out of the garage, and his car, his truck is parked in front of the garage. And so I just was looking at my phone. <laughs> just, and of course, I'm running late to get here. And so I'm just like, boop, and hit something. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. my God, they get out. So I have damage on my like light and kind of like the side next to my light. And then I have like kind of a streak on the side of his mirror thing. Oh. So I go inside and I'm like, Eric, <laughs> he's like, what? I go, so this is going to be a test on like, if you love me or not. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like what how mad you you're going to get at me. Because, you know, he's like so type. Oh, yeah. And he washes that car like four times a, a week. And like, oh my God. So <laughs> he goes, what did you do? I bring him outside and he's like, you're not having a good day. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no, no, I'm not. He's like, I can't go inside now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay I bye. You. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't find parking here. Look, I, know. I look like I'm on like an eight day bender of like smoking no, crack or something. No, uh, like, no you don't. It's so bad. My eyes are swollen and puffy and they're running now. I, I don't know why they're running. I don't know what's going on. Because <laughs> you're like, oh my God. But there's like too much <laughs> happening internally. Yeah. But I did like chug my coffee down. Um, So I've got a little bit of that caffeine thing. Yeah. And I'm drinking some right now because I'm dying. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Happy Friday. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So we are going to talk about. Uh, We're talking about jobs that we've had. Jobs, some yeah. J-O-Bs. Like our worst jobs, our best jobs, all that fun stuff. What's your worst? Um <clears throat> oh God. Um like I've had I've had so many jobs. I've never like kept a job typically longer than like two years. Yeah. That's usually when I get really bored. So if I don't yep. get into it move into a different position, then I'm like, okay, something needs to be shaken up here. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that constant, you know, that's just my personality. Yeah, just my mom's bored. the total opposite. She's like, I would be a lifelong person. You know, I would never leave. I just. <laughs> oh my God. I've had 24 jobs. We count oh, it. Really? 24. Yeah. So that's, that's how much I like to stick around. <laughs> you know? That's just crazy. Was that thunder by any chance? It was like really loud. I don't know. Oh, sorry. I digress. <laughs> Squirrel. Um, Squirrel. <clears throat> I I would say I so my first job, I think I was like fifteen and a half, sixteen. And I worked it's at really a, close to my face. <laughs> well, I was gonna say something really bad and I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> um and it was a, a a pizza place, like a local one in our town. And everybody went there. 
and you typically would just work there like all the young kids would work there and then you'd go you know if people didn't go to college or whatever they would stay there and work so um just like I don't know working with food and people's weird things with food and like the hands all up in the dough yeah I can't I mean I had like the coolest cooks they were all Mexican so it would be like I and they'd be playing the Spanish music in the back, so they dancing around with that. Um, and when they, we'd say like little words in Spanish, so that that was like always fun. But there's just weird people, and the owner is like a total creep. I, he still owns it. Gotcha. Uh, he just, oh god. I just remember like I'm in high school. He had daughters, I think, that were my age, and I remember going up a ladder to get something, and I had shorts on, and he was like, oh. You can go up a little bit more. And I was like, okay, you know what? So I'm just here to serve pizza. Dude, it's uh, gross. Yeah, and he was just ugh, like curly hair, just really obese, just kind of greasy. Yeah. yeah da, da, da. So Not gross. Okay. Yeah, so like I, I worked in f- the food industry for a, like several different ways. So coffee yeah. shop. Uh, I worked at um, a... Oh my gosh, country club. What's a country club? Like a country dance? No, right. like a like a golf club. Oh, <coughs> where Sorry. people are I'm members. Country and then, yeah, that's gotcha. What, well, that's what they call them in California. I don't know what they call them. I get. Mm, I don't think they call them country clubs in Washington. I think they called them. We have country clubs in Idaho. Okay, they're so called. It, I think they might not use the word country club, but like, actually, no. I think they do call it a country club. Yeah, it's like there's just no, they're not as popular here by any means, but yeah, okay. they're really popular in California. Like gotcha. every golf course has, like we had Sierra Laverne Country Club, uh, Red Hill Country. Club. I think we did. I think we had like the Plateau Club and stuff like that. They so were, maybe they yeah, they were country, country clubs. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so that's what it was. Um, <clears throat> were you a beer wench? No, I was a server there also, and you had all walks of life. But it was like, um, so there. There were a group of guys there that they called the, I forgot what we called them, porch, porch something. They all, they had a shit. Porch pirates? Money. No, I can't remember what, the, what it was. It was porch something. But they all had a, a shit ton of money and, again, pervs. But they would tip, like, we would take care of them with their food and their drinks. They never had to get up. Oh, they, they just, weren't employees. No, 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 no. Oh. They were members of the country club. And they'd sit on the porch? Yeah. Well, because they would golf and then they'd sit on the porch and just drink. Oh yeah. Okay. And um, they, I, you know, they tip us like hundred dollars, hundred dollars, hundred dollars. Oh damn. Yeah. Um. There was that, and then we had inside. There were people who, you know, d- you're gonna get your all walks of life in there. Yeah. And the people who are members typically have money, so some of them, some of them, not all of them, have like an entitlement. And I remember this old lady, and they purposely gave her to me because they thought it was funny she was a giant bitch she was like in her (laughs) 80s like not very mobile just kind of like I don't know just wicked and she I can't remember what she something wasn't right and I took it back it wasn't right again and she was talking to me like I was a two-year-old so I was like okay uh, I'll take it back we'll fix it took it back let it sit back there on purpose just to get really cold yeah they fixed it just left it there and it came back brought it back to her and I was like okay can you want to taste it and let me know if it's okay but she was like well this is better than the last one I'm thinking I had you fuck. 
Okay. Well, it's cold. Yeah. And it's not. It's probably the same thing. I didn't change it. It was a Cook's, but. Um, you yeah. see, you were nice. You didn't like, I remember working at Cheesecake Factory uh, in Bellevue. And if we like dropped the bread in the back or something, not we, not me. Um, but I remember guys would, they'd drop things off the plate and they would put it back on yeah. and it'd yeah. be like, oh my God. I have so many trust issues when it comes to going to a restaurant because of that experience. Cause I'm like, Ugh. or if yeah. I find hair in the food, I'm like, uh. so I'm just, um, not gonna obviously eat this. Yeah. And they'll t- like the manager will come over and I'll, and they'll be like, Oh, let me get you a replacement. I'm like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Just and then of course appetite. I'm like looking at my family's food, like everybody, uh, everybody good. Especially when it's like arm hair and there's still like the <laughs> follicle attached. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Or I can't Ugh. put my, um, oh, we're just going to go in the germaphobe thing, but I can't put my lips on the um, cup. cup because how many times do you look down and you can still faintly see like lipstick? Mm-hmm. St- oh, God. Yeah, and if you've worked in the restaurant industry or the food industry, yeah. you know the weird stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I just had this conversation with my trainer um, from work, and she worked at, like, oh, God, I want to say it was in North Dakota, where like Fargo. Fargo's mm-hmm. North Dakota, right? Yeah. Travis, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's like, do I have a North Dakota <laughs> connection? I just feel like he would know something like that. Oh. Uh, she worked at like the local McDonald's. There was nothing else. So it was like everybody respected this McDonald's because it was like the place to go, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I remember we were almost closing and we had shut everything down pretty much. Someone came through. We were making a hamburger. Someone flipped it and <clears throat> it fell on the floor. And she's like, the manager looked at me and she was like, don't you say a word. She picked <gasps> it up, put it on there. And she's like, you know. Granted, it was McDonald's, but this was like everybody knew everybody at this McDonald's. And she's like, makes me cringe. Yeah. And I makes me cringe. I can't. I just can't. It just happens. That's what happens. Yeah. And it just is so gross. I can't even let myself think that when I go to dinner because. Well, especially the places where there's like mainly young people working. That's when you know they don't give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They don't care. And so that's where I feel like we're like really playing Russian roulette here with <laughs> with our lives cuz they could just uh, Have you ever seen Waiting? Yes. Remember that old movie and they and would it's do so true. Oh my god, that's it is so disgusting. <gasps> if you guys haven't seen that movie, maybe you should just not. It's <laughs> so it's so bad. <sighs> they like they'll what was that game where they'd bend over? To show each other their ball sacks or something. Do you remember? Oh, no, I don't remember that part. <laughs> like the bat wings, because they would take the ball skin and they would stretch it out. Oh, God. There's like so many things in that movie that you're like, oh, my good, dear God. Uh, you're not going to eat it out at a restaurant for like no. weeks after no, that. No, you really wouldn't. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I could say, so in high school, I wanted to be a nurse, right? So I... Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did CNA school my senior year. So my girlfriend, Jesse, who we had this conversation on our last podcast about boyfriends. And so my ex's sister. Okay. 
she is an actual RN, um, but we started together. So gotcha. we were we got became certified nursing assistants in high school. So we worked at we didn't work, but through training, we uh, would have to work at these like assisted. They weren't well. Part, half of it was like assisted living. The other half was pretty much a nursing home. Yeah. Like they they needed full time yeah. care. And I just remember thinking like, I will never put a family member in a place like this. I know. Number one, so sad. I like the the things that I would see and the stories I would hear. Ah, uh, there was this one woman who she would uh, she would just always tell me he comes in here. He always comes in here. He stays in the closet in the dark. And you know, a lot of them have dementia too. Yeah. So. But you don't know, and those are the easiest ones to prey on, you know? Yeah. So she would tell me, like, he comes in here and he does these things to me and, and nobody listens to me. They all think I'm crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't. Like, how Ugh. am I supposed to help? I'm like this 17-year-old kid. Yeah. So I say something that, like, everybody dismisses it. And I don't know if it's true. Yeah. No one knows. There's, like, major neglect because yeah. we watched it with – um my father-in-law uh, was with the VA, and they and he had dementia, and we think Parkinson's, and um, we had to have him moved out of the place that he was at in Seattle because, like, my husband would go in and he would be the one shaving his face because nobody would, or they would say that yeah. they would clean him, but they you could tell that they didn't and things like that. And you'd literally walk down the halls and it smelled like urine. It was mm -hmm. awful. Um, and when we moved him out of there, um, when he started, um, what do you call it in the last phase? Sunsetting? No, it starts with, well, it starts with an S. We go on hospice. Oh, not an hospice. hospice. Yeah. Um, so we brought him to another place, and they actually took a bunch of photos, and um, basically, they I don't know, not charging the other facility, but they made a major complaint about how they treated him because he had like layers of skin that was still on him that you know because they weren't washing him mm -hmm. properly and things like that, or like his toenails. You know, th mm -hmm. things that just basic dignity um, services that they just were not providing. It was really sad. And that definitely made me feel like, oh, my God, never put me in one of these places. Yeah. Never. It's so sad. You either have a really good place that takes very good care, but, of course, you probably have to pay a ton of money for that. Mm -hmm. um, or these places, they just kind of stick them in there and they're just, you know, a number yeah, and I, again, like, there was so, I, I remember that lady, her name was Birdie, and then there was another lady, oh, <clears throat> she was really nice, um, she was lost all the time, <laughs> like, mentally, <laughs> but I was like, okay, wait, let's have this conversation again, girl, just keep on going. Yeah. Um, and then there was another lady, and I just remember her seeming so with it, and she was just, she would just say, oh, my kids don't ever come visit me, she would always be put together, she didn't, need, I was like, how is she? Why does she even need to be in here? She she could dress herself. She could bathe herself. She didn't need to be on this side at least. Yeah. And so, you know, like I would do her nails and paint her nails and something simple like that. But I'm like, your daughter doesn't come to visit you? Why? So She's like, I don't I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe. She yeah. was an asshole. Yeah. 
There's, you know, there's so many things. Or you've just got greedy kids and they're like, hey, put mom in the home so we can sell the house type yeah. of a thing. Yeah. You just never know. It's, it's hard. so sad. Yeah. I just, yeah. And when then when I worked in wound care, I would see these nursing patients and I would watch them clean the wounds just so aggressively. Ugh. And some of these patients were not verbal, right? But you could read, I could. Uh, see on body language hello yeah and i remember saying at one point like hey i think that you're hurting her her face is pretty telling of what is happening oh she's fine we do this every day i'm like yeah i don't think she's fine i just tell yeah jeez she can't tell you but you just have to look at her face yeah body language um so yeah i will never put my mom in one of those ever Mm -hmm. yeah gotcha yeah so those are i i would say like those are some of my i hated working in the nursing home the smell, like I could still smell it. I, it's just like such a sad yeah. place to be. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think some like the worst. I had like good, <coughs> I had maybe like 50-50 experience when I used to run a reproductive clinic. Um, so I did all the financial stuff for, um, you know, IVF, IUIs, all of that. And oh my gosh, I learned so much. So, mm, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I know you went through it. Um, so I had to basically like walk everybody through the entire process from the time they first step into our clinic, talking about each little step that they'd have to go through. And of course, you know, go through the whole financial thing with them. And then I was tracking all of that. And I had, expl- I had to explain everything that actually happened in the lab. Um, and then, of course, you know, the aftercare. And I was just, there was just a part of me that was involved in every little process. And I was truly with them through the whole thing. So um, where my office was, we had, and there was, I would work like 12-hour days. And I had no windows in my office. Oh, Lord, have I mercy. Know. It was just, it, it was exhausting. Um there's so many stories just from that place um, in particular, like clients that would come through and some of their stories were crazy. Really? Um, but one of the funniest things that happened is we had two bathrooms in the very back. One that was like maybe two doors down from my office. And we called that the masturbatorium because that, <laughs> yep. they that's where they would go the give specimen. their sample. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny because there was, you go in there and it's a large bathroom. It's like a handicapped bathroom type thing, but a little bit bigger. And they have, you know, the leather chair in the corner and they've got a spotlight thing <laughs> Yeah, and then there's a full length mirror in there. There's a ridiculous amount of oh, and there's a TV, um, and tons of DVDs that were in there, yep. like a ton. I I'm not joking. We probably had at least fifty different DVDs for the guys to utilize, um, and then there was you know a bunch of magazines and stuff like that, and then a big sink. The magazines gross me out. Oh, totally, totally. totally. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Alan was oh, like, "This is together. Get up weird, this. man." I know. So the big rule was, you know, the wife is not allowed to go back yeah. there because she can tamper with it if there's saliva, if there's yeah. anything. It, I mean, it's got to go straight into the little um, cup. So, <laughs> um, so. I, we had a client back there. There's actually two things that happened that were really funny. So we had a client back there. 
And I'm getting up to go into the back room um, to go grab lunch. And I see this woman trying to sneak into into the room. And I'm like, excuse me, miss. (laughs) And she was uh, just like deer in headlight. I'm like, you cannot go back there. And she's like, he just, I think he might need some help. I'm like, I... I'm sure he's got it. If he doesn't, <laughs> he can come out and let us know, you know. She's like, no, I, I think he, he's been in there for a while. I think he needs my help. And I was like, no. run away from I had you. to escort her back to the front waiting room. Like, it was a whole thing. It was really funny. Um, and then, but probably one of the more embarrassing things was we had, so in the lab, you have... Uh, like an anesthesiologist, you know, if somebody needs to be completely under. Um, and then we have, you know, your lab techs in there. So once they retrieve the eggs and they put it in this whole like innovator thing, and then they, you know, instantly have to insert it, uh, the sperm into the egg and pressurize and all this other stuff. So um, that particular guy, he works with our lab tech, who, a female who, you know, they work together all the time. Well, he ended up being a client because him and his wife were having fertility issues. And um, so sometimes when one of our bathrooms in the back was being utilized, we would have to use the masturbatorium bathroom because there was also a toilet in there. And so um, she walks in, the lab tech walks into the masturbatorium and he's in there. No, <laughs> he is standing like fully unclothed, just right in front of that full length mirror, <laughs> checking off. And with a smile on his face, like he's turning himself on and he makes eye contact oh, with her and no. he doesn't stop. He's still going. And she's like, oh my God. It closes the door. And, oh, my God, we all died. So she told us all. We had, she pulled us. She pulled a bunch of the stuff. Like, there's one main nurse, myself, and then we had a couple of, like, nursing assistants. And then she pulled one of the doctors. And she's like, you're not going to believe this shit. So she pulled us into the hallway, uh, separate hallway outside of our clinic, because we were in actual hospital. (laughs) And she's like, I don't know what's more mortifying the fact that he's like so turned on by himself or the fact that like he saw me made eye contact and kept going with a smile on his face like oh oh my my god God. so uh, oh my god we just died we just absolutely died and you could never see this guy ever again without um that image in your head right and so, but they had to work together. They never, he never said a word to her. She never said a word to him. So freaking awkward. <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck, dude? Oh my God. Oh my God. Who else? Oh, like, we... did you leave the door unlocked intentionally? On purpose? Yeah, I know. All these things went through our head. And maybe that's why he was smiling. Like, just someone walk in. Yeah. Someone walk in. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Put it in the spank bank for later. <laughs> oh my god. There was another guy. So we had a nurse's assistant um who, you know, she did a lot of busy work and we had this one guy who's a total asshole. I really hated working with him. His wife was the sweetest thing, but you could tell it was like definitely one of those abusive type relationships. Yeah. Um he was such a dick. 
and um, very, very much like I'm the one that makes the money and she's going to do this because I want her to do this. Like her opinion just didn't matter. It was just anyway, none of us liked him. Um, and so he has to go into the masturbatorium. He comes out and he talks to one of the 18 year old girls, uh, like nurse's assistant type deal. And he starts complaining about the porn that's in there. And he was adamant that he wanted Asian bondage. Can you pull that up on your phone, bro? This was like 2000, what was this? This was back in 2010. So yeah. maybe we weren't that. Well, I feel yeah, like maybe you could. I don't yeah, remember. Because we got married in 2009. I had help. I mean, you could pull it up on your phone. Come on, man. I don't know. But anyway, she was like, I'll speak with management about that. Like, so inappropriate. And actually, I... I told our head nurse about it and she just like let him have it. It was awesome. It was awesome. But like he was so weird. And when I say controlling, like he was so weird. He uh, made sure that he was right there standing next to the um, lab tech as they were inserting his sperm into the egg. Like, it was, like, taking photos and, like, doing selfies, right, with it. It was so odd. It was just, we had so many weird, like, it was an interesting place to work. Yeah. Let me tell you, we had we had a gal who, it was actually tragic. She lost her 18-year-old son, and they were Indian. Did I tell you this? No, I don't think so. They were Indian, and, you know, they believe in reincarnation. Yeah. Oh, I'm... Yeah, keep going. Okay. So, uh, she... They tragically lost him, and then so they were going to go through the fertility treatment. She wanted to basically plan her pregnancy so that the new baby would be born on his birthday. Okay. So that it was her way of, like, bringing her son back. Okay, whatever. You believe what you want to believe. Um, but I, when she met with me, I was like, okay, so we have, you know, gender selection. And I think back then you had to pay like $19,000 extra in the lab. Oh, my God. For um, Because it wouldn't just be gender selection. You would do like a whole panel on genetic <laughs> testing, and that was just included. Um, and so Ours was like 5,000. It may have been because of insurance. Yeah. Um, because generally back then it was about $30,000 um, total for one round of IVF. And it was 15000 for like clinic fees and then 15000 for lab fees. And so that's just kind of how it was broken up. Hmm. Um, but then like people that worked for Microsoft, they got one or two rounds. I forget. Free that was basically completely paid for by Microsoft. Wow. So anything after that, it was completely out of pocket. So anyway, so um, they said no to the gender selection. They get pregnant. They didn't hear anything, you know, after, you know, you make sure that they're caring and <clears throat> then you send them off to their regular uh, doctor. And then she came back, said that, you know, she had a miscarriage 
And of course, we feel terrible for her. We go through another thing. We say, okay, do you want to do gender selection? She says no. Comes back after we get her pregnant, comes back saying she had a miscarriage. We're like, oh man, this might this might be a long process for her. Yeah. After the third one, she comes back and again said no to gender selection, comes back. And we, our nurse ha- was friends with somebody at another. I know where you're going to go with this. Yes. At another <clears throat> place that, and of course, you're not supposed to talk about these things. But this other nurse found out that she was getting pregnant by us. She, as soon as she would find out that she was carrying a girl. She'd abort it. She would abort it. And then she was coming back here. So. When I found that out and our nurse found that out, we went to our head doctor and I'm like, we're not, we're not going to be a part of this. Like, this is not okay. This is super fucked up. Um, Not going to be involved with, you know, killing babies. She has a, she had perfectly, you know, healthy pregnancies just because it's not a boy. We offered her and she refused. And so why do you want to do that to your body? I know what it's like to go through IVF. Why would she choose to do that repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly? It's insane. So he was like, okay, so you tell her that we're not going to um, do another round with her unless she does the gender selection. And I'm like, I don't even want to talk to her. Like, I was just livid. I was so <clears throat> mad. Like, sh- you know when you're so mad you're shaking? Yeah. Like, to sit down and just, ugh, with her across my desk. I was just so, ugh. So, um, you know, I told her that, that we are not going to move forward with doing any more medical procedures with her unless she does the gender selection. So she said yes to doing the gender selection, but I was so pissed off that the doctor was still willing they make a shit ton of money. They do. They make so much money. And so I actually quit after that because I just, it was so wrong. Yeah. It was so freaking wrong. So anyway, yeah, there's just, <laughs> we could have a whole thing on this. Well, you want to know what's interesting? So where I went was Huntington Reproductive. They're like the biggest in the U.S., I believe. So there's several different locations. Mm-hmm. Their Orange County one was featured on like Orange County High House oh, or something. So I actually think I remember the name. I think they um, have a good deal of egg donors that go through there. HRC is like the acronym. Because we, I used to have to help go through um, helping pick egg donors. Yeah, that's so there's crazy. like a whole psychology and it was, yeah. Some people are crazy. It's like, yep, this one's a no. <laughs> This was a no. Oh, schizophrenia in the family. Yeah, that's a no. Hard no. (laughs) And hard no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, I remember because we went to the Pasadena, California. So if you're not familiar there, it's a high Asian population. Mm -hmm. Um, And there would be a ton. And I believe they were Chinese. A ton of Chinese. They had an interpreter there, a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And they would just basically fly in to get pregnant. And then have the babies... Here in California, or oh, not here, but in California, yeah. And it was just, it was weird. And <laughs> when we went through the whole thing, when they were inserting the fertilized or the embryos, mm-hmm. the lab, she's not the lab tech. She's the she's the one that actually does it. Um, 
she's I don't know reproductive specialist or something along that line so she was the one that um she was doing the transfer putting the embryo back into the uterus like implanting it no she actually uh, put them together okay so So. she was a lab technician she was she's higher than that she's well they make good money yeah she she was like not a doctor she's in between that yeah they're inserting the sperm into the embryo she watches the, all of them. Yeah. Yep. And then you have to you <laughs> count how many um, splits there are. You know, yeah. with yeah. And then they decide, okay, of these ten, these three are graded better than the other ones, or yeah. these ones died off. And then of these two that are or three that are left, this one's a boy, this one's a girl. We think that this one is the best quality one. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, I had a male doctor. She, we we knew that she was part of the process. She's she. I'm me back up. She graduated with Alan, so we all went to high school together. Oh, so when they're doing the transfer, she's like, "Hey," she just pops her head in as my legs are wide open, <laughs> right at her angle. I was like, "Hey, how's it going? This is great. This is really." This is really cool. I mean, is this oh is how God. we're like greeting each other now. This is how you're humbled, right? Yeah. I mean, anybody else want to come in? Anyone yeah, else want to take a look? Check it out. <laughs> you just, did you want to see on the screen too, so you can see what you're looking at? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a process! <laughs> <sighs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, that would there. be a crazy job. It was very interesting. We had like a porn director call. And, like, he was asking me the weirdest questions, like, what temperature, like, the what inside does a porn of the vagina. Do? It was weird. Like, what temperature the inside of the vagina needed to be to get pregnant and, like, weird stuff. And I'm like, I do not have time for this. And this is really weird. So yeah, um, I'm going to go now. Thank you. <laughs> I handle the finances. So, so or like how much I don't even want to say it on here, but like what? how much uh, of the sample needs to be in the woman, like ugh, just all the things that you're just like. Okay. So he just called with these questions, mm-hmm. and he introduced himself, and he's like, "I'm so and so, I'm a director for blah blah blah, and I just need to ask a couple of you know technical questions." So just like, okay, buddy, this is really messed up. Or the porn industry. I know. It's it's really weird. That's really weird. But okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's that. That is, um, yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting job. It was an interesting job. That's an interesting job. I've had a lot. Yeah. 24 jobs. So, okay. Then what would be your favorite? Like, besides what you're doing now. And I don't even think. I just think like what I'm doing now is definitely my favorite. I there was nothing else that I did before that was my favorite. Everything was. I mean, I worked at a vet clinic, but that was hard because yeah, there was just a lot of tragedy. Yeah, Um, I don't know. Like, I've worked at, I've done retail, I've done coffee Mm. shop, I've done. Mm Uh, I worked for my dad and did bookkeeping. I worked at a like optical sales and I did like eye testing that I worked at a civil and engineering civil and structural engineering company. Um, I worked at that hospital. I worked 
I just worked at a bunch of different massage places. I had my own business doing the massage, um, like in chiropractors and stuff like that. Um, God, I don't know. It's like a lot. I but think yeah, that what you're doing right now, because it's like what you love to do naturally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just make things pretty. That's your job. I mean, that's not. It's not a job. It's a your business. I know. I do love it. I just truly have to find a balance. Yeah. Because I, I'm not, I, I can't do it for much longer the way that I'm doing it. So I'm just kind of going to continue to go balls to wall <laughs> till the end of the year. And then January, there's going to be like a major reset. Yeah. Major. I just, I can't, I can't keep going on like this. It's well, and like nuts. you said, your initial thing was to like have, you want to have more time with the kids yeah. and you want to be able to to bring in income or do whatever you like, yeah. but also have time with the kids. Yeah. So I was just on this leadership call for like two hours <clears throat> and he was talking about like finding your passion and making sure that you devise your job, your career, your business around your life. Yeah. So make your life that purpose. So yep. do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's the only time I'm going to do work. That's the only time I'm going to see customers. Yep. And then, Monday, Friday, I don't do any of that. Or yeah. you could say like Monday from 8 to 12. That's the only time. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I think it's hard in in this industry because you do have to work like 24 hours a day to get yeah. some of these projects done. And, you know, especially when you're self-employed, it's not a 9 to 5 job. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's constant. But my problem too is like I'm not a no person yeah. Because if I know I can do it and, you know, I want to please my client or future client. And so it's like, okay, let's, I'll fit you in here. When I originally tried to map that month out to where I can, you know, have a little bit of family time or me time, focus on like working out or something like that. And then they don't want to wait, you know, two months to get into me. And so I'm like, okay, I'll just fit them in on my weekend, you know, to get this one or two rooms done. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you realize you're like, okay, I am so packed. I have zero time to do anything for myself. So just, yeah. It, you just need someone to control your books and to say, no, Katie can't I do know. that. That's I know. It. So you're not the one saying it. I know. You know, so, people can wait. But it is, it's a good um, issue to have. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want to complain too much because, you know, things, things are going really good. I just, I'm not, I don't have that balance. So you need like someone to manage your books and you need someone to shop for you so that you can do the console. I cannot create. have anybody shop for me. Well, you do like, this is what they need. I could be and like, I go, need boom, a pickup person. Yeah. But I'm too... I don't know that's part of the artistry of it is you know i mean like if up. you if you because you know how you do your little mood board so yeah. if you are like okay dun, 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 i need all of this that yeah. person goes and gets it yeah so they're not actively like creating that for you A you do it yeah yeah you do the consults you do the mood boards and then they do those like yeah because that just takes things off your plate you know yeah and then like staging things when I know I could get somebody to come in there, but then it's like, by that time, I can just stage it myself, and then, 
you know, it doesn't take too long to stage once everything is in. And so it's like, you don't want to give up that extra money, right? Well, but you are in a sense because your time is money, right? You could be working on another project while they're staging. True. And that would bring in more money than staging. Yeah. Well, the staging part is just part of what I charge for my time. I don't charge as much time as I actually spend. Yeah, I know you don't. (laughs) I know. Because I'm too nice. I'm too nice. I know. Lots of things will be fixed in January. Yeah. <laughs> I have all these notes that I just took for two hours, so. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a picture and send them to you. <laughs> I was like, great ideas. Yeah, it was all kinds of stuff. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah. What else? Um, I mean, I think that we've kind of rambled, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Yeah, I think talked about masturbatoriums. That's just so crazy. <laughs> like, who comes up with the idea? Who orders all the porn? And like, what? Ooh, should we get this one or should we get this one? Yeah. Hmm. I, just I wonder, wonder if they. Well, I guess now it would just be something that you order off the internet. I'm thinking like back in the day, right? Like yeah. back back in the day, and they'd probably have to go to one of those creepy uh, adult movie houses mm-hmm. like don't you see those in like the red light district mm-hmm. i've been in there cities you've been in one i've been to the red light district and i have oh. been to one of those in italy i always picture that they've got like the holes in the wall where like you stick your penis in. <laughs> <laughs> is it just they me is that what i think do. goes on there <laughs> yeah is it i i know i never saw any holes like in the a, wall but i <laughs> What do you call those? It's called the like, glory hole. Yes, that's <laughs> what, that it what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that, maybe those are just like sex clubs or something. I, I don't know. I mean, like, Europe does things totally different. So I, I just remember living there and, like, sexualizing. So they're, they look at Americans like we are very aggressive. We have, like, crazy, aggressive, brutal uh, movies. No, oh. it's all about, like, we're like crazy with movies and like murder and all of that. Whereas like they'll show women topless on TV. There's billboards with women's women topless. Like to them, it's just a body. That's not, that's not abnormal to them. Whereas to an American, you're like, what the hell? But then to them, what is abnormal is like our, um, like just crazy movies with like murder and, like shooting and everything that we do is like crazy aggressive. That's how they huh. see it. Oh. Yes, yeah, so they don't do they don't make those kinds of movies. But like do they have those types of like sex clubs? I mean, I'm sure I they assume do. that Seattle of all places has something like that. I'm like, sure they do. Those weird like the things you'd see in movies, mm-hmm. right? Like creepy lighting and you know what I think of? I think of um, what's that Brad Pitt movie where like the Seven Deadly Sins or so, or um, seven, seven, yeah, seven, yeah, and it's like that. You know that one scene where they go find the I poor... I saw that movie. I I barely remember. Okay, so that's kind of what I. Anyways, I just assume that like a place like Seattle is gonna have those creepy, scary, yeah, rooms. <laughs> That would not surprise me at yeah. all. 
Yeah. I hope Boise doesn't have anything like that. Have you heard of any glory holes in Boise? Uh, I, I have not. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm sure they're everywhere. Like they, it, there's probably like a whole underground scene I of that. Know. I think it's kind of like being like a swinger or anything like that. Like it's kind of an underground society yeah. that like kind of don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. If yeah. you knew someone like you, you probably know someone that's been to something like that, but they'll never tell you. Yeah. Uh, side note, Travis, why does it look like there's a camera on me with a red light? Like it's <laughs> simple videoing me right oh, now. Oh, the cameras are all off. Don't worry. Okay. It's not recording anything. <laughs> like, so uncomfortable. Like, I'm looking over at him and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm not camera ready. <laughs> no, God, no. If anybody saw me looking like this right now, God, that's, stop. It. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. We're over. done. It's over. We're done. Okay, so that was a good way to uh, close up our episode today. Yeah. <laughs> Best jobs and glory holes. Glory holes. What kind of job is that? Like, who has to clean all that up? Oh, uh, God. That is, yeah. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Hmm. Someone has to do that job. Yeah. Glory hole cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you advertise that? Glory, glory hole, hole manager? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Glory hole extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, guys. So, <laughs> there is an insight into the way that we think about the world. Okay. <laughs> if you find an advertisement or, like, a link for Glory Hole Cleaner, <laughs> send it our way. We'll do some investigation. <laughs> oh, my God. I, is anybody listening? I feel like we need to hear more from our peeps on what they think and <laughs> if they're going to continue listening with the, with with the route rambling. that we're going. I know. So, okay. I yeah, guess that that's good. it for today, guys. We'll talk yes, to you Yes, go um, find us. We're trying to work on our reels. Yeah. So go find us on um, Instagram. See what podcast 2021. Get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. That's it. All right, time's up, people. Hope you enjoyed yourselves as much as we did. Yeah, and come find us on social media on Instagram. Say what podcast 2021. Give us a follow. If you have questions or topics you want us to cover, you can slide that right into our DM. Slide it in like butter, baby. <laughs> and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Cheers. Cheers.